So what kind of student are you? Because that's going to determine how you can learn how to sell, or how you can teach yourself how to sell, or how you can teach others how to sell. Because anybody can learn to be good at sales. It's just a process. It's just a system. It's just an approach. It's just an attitude. It's just a posture. It's just a way of doing things. It can all be learned. But you have to be able to learn the way you learn. And you have to be able to teach the way you teach. Whether you're teaching yourself or others. And you have to be able to coach the way you coach. Whether you're coaching yourself or others. And you have to be able to absorb the way you absorb. So if you don't have a clear understanding of how you do all those things, you need to figure that out so you can motivate yourself, you can approach yourself, you can correct yourself, whether you're doing the learning or the teaching or the coaching, you've got to be able to manage yourself in that process. So how do you learn? And what is your motivation for learning? You hear people talk about uh, visual learners and uh, doing learners and reading learners and all of that sort of thing. And that is true to a certain extent, that some people learn better from just getting their fingers in it and figuring it out. Some people learn better by reading about it and organizing it in their head. Some people learn better by watching it, whether that's on a video or standing over somebody's shoulder while they're doing it, or being in the room while it's happening. So you have to think about which of those is sort of your uh, default, but you need to uh, use a combination of all of those because everyone learns through some of that so that you need to use all of those for everyone, whether that's for yourself or for others you're helping. You need to watch, you need to listen, you need to read, you need to try, you need to practice. Now, also look at how are you when it comes to tests. Uh, are you nervous to try a test? What do you do when you fail a test? Does it upset you? Does it motivate you to relearn the product or the system? How do you approach tests? Because when you're the learner or the coach or the teacher, there's tests happening all the time. You're testing little concepts. You're testing little phrases. You're testing how things fit into a system. And when you're learning and when you're testing, there is constant failure, there is constant setback, and you have to decide how you handle those things so you can handle them in a healthy and positive way. So, does it disappoint you and bring you down and kill your motivation when you do poorly on a test? Does it piss you off and make you want to do better the next time? Do you just shrug it off and say, hey, that's just part of the learning process? I'll do better next time. I'll perfect this uh, subject matter and try it again. You have to figure out how you respond to all of those things and then treat yourself kindly. Because 
when you're learning something, especially if it's something that you think you know a little something about, and you're learning a different approach to it, or learning another way of looking at it, it can be difficult because your mind sets patterns, your behavior sets patterns, and that's what you're stuck in. And when you're learning to be good at sales, you have to unstick all of these patterns, all of this stuff that you say to yourself in your head, the way you carry your body, the things that you say. You have to unstuck those because most people come to learn about selling in a couple ways. They either want to learn how to sell and they try and figure it out, or they don't really like the concept of selling, but they're in a job where they have to do some selling. Or they want to get good at something they're not good at, and so they approach sales as something to master. So all of those situations are somewhat difficult, because chances are if you're in the selling game already, you probably have a lot of bad habits. You've probably doing a lot of sloppy stuff. You're probably uh, tricking yourself into thinking that you're really good when you're probably not as good as you think you are because that's human nature. When we do something for a living, we tend to think we're pretty good at it and maybe you're not nearly as good as you think. Maybe you just make the easy deals. Maybe you just plod along. Maybe you just take the gimmies. Uh, I don't know. Maybe there's certain kinds of customers you don't like or certain kind of selling situations you don't like and you just avoid all of those so it looks like you're doing good because you only approach the situations you like or the ones you're comfortable in or the ones where you've had success. If you're coming into sales not liking salespeople and not liking the concept of sales, you have a whole thing to get over there. It is not easy to get over that bias of I don't like sales because I don't want to talk people into stuff. I don't want to be pushy. I don't want to sell somebody something they don't need. Right? You have to get past all that. Because, of course, when you're good at selling, you're never pushing anybody into anything. You're helping them figure out what it is they want and what they need and what's going to work for them. And that takes some practice and some learning to get that far because it's easy to make sales with a certain number of customers by just being a bully and pushing them into selling, into the sale. But that's not selling, that's just being a bully and pushing somebody into buying something. And that's not how you want to be, because one, uh, you got to live with yourself. Two, your conversion rates are not nearly as good when you're a bully as they are when you're just good at sales, uh, and so on and so forth. So, based on that, you also have to think about uh, what motivates you. So, what motivates you to learn sales? What motivates you to learn something new? Is it because you're an avid student and you want to learn something new and master it and feel good about mastering the subject matter? Uh, is it because uh, there's someone you know who's uh, you admire in the world of sales and you want to be like them and you emulate them and you want to become them or something like them? Uh, is it because you're trying to make more money and the fear of not making enough money is pushing you into learning something that you're maybe not comfortable about? Uh, 
Is it because you're trying to move up the ladder and you want more respect and more recognition from your family, your friends, your co-workers, and you want to be better at your current job, or you want to move up the ladder where you are and get some more respect and more pay and more recognition? Uh, is this something you're doing just to satisfy yourself? Uh, do you have some sort of uh, unresolved issues where you're trying to prove yourself because uh, maybe as a kid you got picked on or maybe as a kid your parents treated you like crap or I don't know but all of these are reasons that people motivate themselves to move forward I'm not making any kind of judgment call on which is good, bad, or indifferent it's just whatever it is is whatever it is so you have to think about what really motivates you and go for it if you want to be good at sales because you think that that's the key to making more money and you want to make more money so that you and your family have more options in life then great that's your motivation if you see someone who you want to emulate and you want to be like them because they've been successful at sales then emulate them that's fine if you're driven by material uh, goods if you want to buy a nice house or buy a nice car or give a hundred thousand dollars to your favorite charity and the only way you can do any of those is to be better at sales so you can bring in more money then great that's your motivator whatever it is that's what it is so uh, you have to accept what your motivation is forgive yourself for it if you're not sure that that's the right kind of motivation and just say the heck with it and go for it so what sort of a student are you what sort of a coach are you uh, what sort of a teacher are you and then really what's your motivation so I'll figure those out because um, you also have to think about yourself as a coach are you the nurturing caring helping coach are you the butthead who likes to push people and push people to help them face their limitations and get past them? Whichever one you are, that's great. As long as you're respectful and making stuff happen, your coaching style is your coaching style. And what sort of a teacher are you? Are you a teacher who likes to lay stuff out for people and expect them to memorize it? Are you the kind of teacher who likes to ask a lot of questions and help people figure it out for themselves? Are you the teacher who likes to set up the labs so that people can stumble around and learn how to do things themselves with some instruction when they get stuck? Then that's what you do. So either way is good. And actually to be a little bit of all of those things is good because the people that you teach whether you're teaching yourself or teaching others, they all need a variety of approaches depending on what their day is looking like, how they're feeling, what's going on in their life that day, uh, what you're trying to teach them, what's the best way to make something stick for them. All these things you have to try and figure out and take advantage of your natural style while you're also trying to learn some of these styles that maybe aren't natural to you in order to be a better student, a better teacher, a better coach. So think about who you are and what motivates you and how you deal with people, how you like to teach people, how you like to coach people, and the best ways that you learn. And then 
figure yourself out and get to work on it. <laughs>